The Book of Thremulac, as told by the Prophet In the before four times, the archdemon Thremulac was working in the hell fields in servitude to Arithnal, penance for his very existence. As one of the first demons, he grew in power and strength and was arguably the most powerful demon in service to Arithnal after a millennium of millenniums toiling in the hell fields. When Arithnal ascended the hell throne of Kelvin, it was Thremulac that silenced the descent. When Arithnal laid waste to the realms of Mangoth, it was Thremulac that bore his stead. It was Thremulac he rode into battle. It was Thremulac that licked his wounds. When the crown of the Empire of Night in the Seventh Plane was placed on Arithnal's head, it was Thremulac's sword at the throat of the Seven Priests. While never receiving thanks or recognition, Thremulac was a tireless and dedicated servant to Arithnal. His existence was his thanks. As Arithnal's power grew, so did Thremulac. As Thremulac's persistence waxed full, so did Arithnal's immortality. Thremulac never asked for reverence or thanks or anything from Arithnal as he owed his very existence to the god of war and slaughter. His was an existence of war and slaughter. Theirs was a master and servant from hell. When Arithnal courted the Marsic, it was the souls Thremulac harvested in the hell fields on which they dined. When the Rithnal wed the Marsic, it was Thremulac that bore the rings forged from the metal of their enemies killed in battle. On the birth of their firstborn male, it was Thremulac that rang the bells in the halls of hell. It was Thremulac that was the blood brood for their secondborn, a daughter, the Balarak. Thremulac cared for her and nurtured her and watched the young goddess grow from larva to pupa. It was Thremulac that harvested the threads of a thousand ghost kings to weave her cocoon. It was Thremulac that oversaw her chrysalis birth as a goddess, the most beautiful goddess in the history of time and hell. And it was Thremulac that fell in love with her. When Thremulac asked Arithnal for her hand in marriage, Arithnal laughed and laughed until the sound of his laughter fell like lava on the plains of hell. A demon and a goddess? How absurd. A goddess and a demon? How terrible. How improbable. How impossible. Like the roar of a thousand erupting volcanoes, how terribly preposterous. Head bent low, prostrate before his throne, Thremulac asked, What dowry would you ask of me, my lord? What is this? A dowry, you say? Let my bride's dowry bridge the chasm between gods and demons. Let her dowry show my loyalty to you, my lord. Let her dowry be my penance. Let it elevate you for your loss. Let it pay for my ascension. Let it wage debt against her purity. Let it be all of these and more in your glory. The plains of hell suddenly fell silent. The foul laughter evaporated. The wind stilled like a bated breath. A deathly still befell the empire of night. So be it, said Arithnal. A thousand prayers of gratitude, a thousand more of thanks to you, my lord. Your empire and kingdom and unholy radiance will be elevated beyond imagination. Tell me, please, what dowry do you ask, trying to hide his excitement and his fear for what was to come? Arithnal smiled a smile as wide as a canyon and filled with damnation and hate. A smile of vile smite and foul betrayal. A dowry so grand as to be unachievable, he thought. So her hand will never be given. 
A dowry so impossible that Thremulak would never return to hell. A dowry so dangerous, he would certainly perish. This pleased Arithmel to no end. Punishment for his hubris. Damnation for his twisted heart. Banishment for his absurdity. He uttered his decree. One decree. Made up of one sentence. Made up of one word. Which had but one syllable. Arithmel. Lord of Darkness, Emperor of Night in the Seventh Plane of Hell, vile god of slaughter and war, said to his humble and faithful servant, simply, Earth. Umtumulum is a Lost Willow production, written and narrated by Chris Decker. Music, sound design, and sonic engineering genius provided by DJ Hadron the Collider, known to his close friends and family as J. Thomas.